Ashley Brock reading Nora Roberts' book, Inner Harbor, Chapter 9. He's in Hampton. Philip kept his eyes on Seth as he relayed the information. He watched Cam lay a hand on the boy's Richard shoulder and unspoke his sign of protection. He was picked up by the police, drunk and disorderly possession. She's in jail? Seth's face was laughing. Then keep her in jail. She's there now. How long she would stay there, Philip thought was another matter. She probably has enough money to post bond. You mean she can pay them money and a letter row? <laughs> Cam said. Seth began to throw, no matter what? I don't know, but for now, we know exactly where she is. I'm going to go talk to her. Don't! Don't go there! Seth says, we'll talk about this. Cam saw the shaking shoulder as he turned to Seth's face. The only way we're going to fix this for good is to deal with it. I won't go back. Keep us in a whisper for a period. I'll never go back. I won't go back. He's in an unhitched tool belt. Late on the weekend. You can stay with Grace until Anna gets home. We can fill the camp. We'll go to him. What if the cops say I have to? What if they come while you're gone? And Seth, Philip interrupted the raising desperation. Crowd success on from You have to trust us. So I stared back at him with Ray Quinn's eyes, and those eyes were glazed with tears and terror. For his time, Philip looked into him, and he felt no shadow of resentment, no doubts. You belong with us, he said, but nothing's going to change that. A long, shuddering breath, Seth nodded. He had no choice. Could do nothing but hope and fear. We'll take my car, Philip stated. Grace and Anna will calm him down. Cam should the rest in the passenger seat, Philip's Jeep. Tell being that scared from the backseat, Ethan glanced at the stomach and heard that Phil was pushing Eddie, not being able to do anything but wait and see. She fucked herself. Phil said about getting arrested is going to help her custody case if she tries to make one. She doesn't want the kid. Phil spelled a glance at Claire Kent. Hair, glance at Kent. No, she wants money. She isn't going to bleed any of us. We're going to get some answers. We're going to end it. She lied, Phil thought. He had no doubt about that. She would lie and win the one maneuver. She was wrong, dead wrong. She thought she could get past the three of them to set. Handle what comes next. Ray had said, Philip's hand tightened on the wheel. He kept his eyes on the wheel. He handled it all right. He'll handle it all right, one way or the other. With her head throbbing, her stomach rolling, so Phil walked into a small county police station. Gloria had called her, looking at desperate, begging her to send money for bail. The bail, Sibyl thought now, fighting off a shudder. Gloria said it was a mistake. She reminded herself of a terrible misunderstanding. Of course, what else could it have been? She nearly wired the money. She still wasn't sure what had stopped her. What had pushed her to go into the car and drive. To help, of course. She told herself she only wanted to help. I'm here for Gloria Delatner, she told the uniform officer for her, who sat behind an arrow clutch counter. I'd like to see her if possible. Your name. Griffin, Dr. Spill Griffin, I'm her sister. I'll post her bond, but I'd, I'd like to see her. Can I see somebody? Well, yes, she fumbled in her purse for a wallet. Her hands were damp and shaky. The cop simply watched her with cool eyes until she offered identification. Why don't you have a seat? He suggested that Scrap back his own chair, slipped into an adjoining room. Her throat was dry, desperate for water. She wondered. The small waiting area with its grouping of hard plastic chairs and its industrial beige until she found a water fountain. The water hit her tortured stomach like frigid balls of lead. 
Had they put her in a cell? Oh, God. Had they actually put her sister in a cell? Is that where she would have to see Gloria? But under the star, her mind was working coolly, pragmatically. How had Gloria known where to reach her? What was this? What was she doing so close to St. Christopher's? Why was she accused of having drugs? That was why she had wired the money, she admitted now. She wanted the answer for Dr. Griffin. She jolted, turned to the officer with her eyes wide as doe eyes. Yes, can I see her now? I need to take your purse. I'll give you a receipt. All right. She handed it over to him, signed a log where he indicated, accepted the receipt for her This way. Just tore a side door, then opened it into a narrow corridor. On the left was a small room furnished only with a single table and a few chairs. Gloria sat at one, her right wrist cuffed to a bolt. Spill's first thought was that they made a mistake. This wasn't her sister. They brought the wrong woman into the room. This one looked far too old, far too hard, with her bony body, the shoulders like points of wings, the contrast of breasts, pressing against the tiny, snug sweater so hard that the nipples stood out in arrogant relief. Her frizzled mass of straw-colored hair had a dark streak shooting up in the center, deep lines dug in under her mouth, and the calculation in her eyes was as sharp as those in her shoulders. Then those eyes filled, that mouth trembled. Sib? Her voice cracked as she held on an implosion. Thank God you've come. Gloria stepped forward quickly, took the shaking hand in her room. What happened? I don't know. I don't understand any of it. I'm so scared. She laid her head on the table, began to weep with loud breaking sound. Please. Instinctively, Sibylla sat and draped her, draped her arms around her sister. She looked over and thought, can't we be alone? I'll be right outside. He looked back at Gloria and he thought what a change this was from the screaming, cursing woman who'd been pulled in a few hours ago. His face revealed nothing. He stepped out to the door and left them alone. Let me get you some water. So Bill Rose hurried over to the water jug in the corner and filled a thin triangle of paper. She kept her hands around her sister's holding it steady. Did you pay the bail? Why well, can't we just go? I want to stay. I don't want to stay here. I'll take care of it. Tell me what happened. I said, I don't know. I was with this guy. I was lonely. She said, shafted the tissues. That's a pill bastard. We were just taking talking for a while. We were going to go out to lunch. And the cops came up. He ran away and they grabbed me. And that was all so fast. She buried her face in his. They found drugs in your purse. You must have put them there. I just wanted someone to talk to. All right. I found drugs in my purse. You just must put them there. I just want someone to talk to. Alright, I'm sure we'll straighten all this out. Sibylle wanted to believe, to accept, and she hated herself because she couldn't. Not quite. What's his name? John. John Barlow. He seems so sweet, Sibylle. So understanding. I was feeling really low because of sex. She lowered her hands in her eyes. I miss my little boy so much. Were you coming to St. Christopher's? I thought, but I just had a chance to see him. Is that what the lawyer suggested? The, oh, the hesitation was brief, but it set off warnings, bells, and spills out. No, the lawyers don't understand. They just keep asking for money. What's your lawyer's name? I'll call him. He may be able to help straighten us out. He's no, not from around here. Look, Seville, I just want to get out of here. Can't believe how horrible it is. That cop out there. He put his hands on me. Sophia's stomach began to pitch in. What do you mean? You know what I mean. First sense of noise sliced her. You felt me up and said he'd be back later for more. You'll rape me. Sophia shut her eyes.
Crushed fingers to him when they were teenagers, Gloria had accused more than a dozen boys and men of molesting her, including her high school counselor and principal, even her own father. Gloria, don't do this. I said I would help you. I'm telling you, that bastard put his hands all over me. As soon as I'm out of here, I'll file charge. She crumbled the paper cup. Keep it. I don't give a damn if you believe me or not. I know what happened. All right, but well, let's deal with now. How did you know where to find me? What? The dark rage had been sliding over her brain. She had to struggle to remember her voice. What do you mean? I didn't tell you where I was going, where I would be. I said I would con contact you. How did you know to call me at the hotel in St. Christopher's? had been a mistake, which Gloria had realized shortly after making the call, but she'd been drunk and furious. <sighs> Damn it, she didn't have the cash on her to make bail. What she had left was safely tucked away until the twins added to it. She wasn't, she wasn't thinking when she called to bail, but she had time to think since. They want to play Sister Seville. She knew what's the tug on the guilt and responsibility. I know you. She'll feel very smart. I knew when I told you what happened to Seth could help. Tried your apartment in New York, which you had more than a week ago. And when you answered service, said you were out of town. I explained how I was your sister, and there was an emergency. They gave me the number of the hotel. I see. It was plausible. So Phil decided even longer. I'll take care of the bell, Gloria. But there are conditions. Yeah? She was sure. That sounds familiar. I need the name of your lawyer so I can contact him. I want to be brought up to date on the status of the situation with Seth. I want you to talk to me. We'll have dinner, and you can explain to me about the Quins. You can explain to me why they claim Ray Quinn gave you money for Seth. The bastards are lying. I've met them, she said calmly, and their, and their wives. I've seen Seth. It's very difficult for me to equate what you told me with what I've seen. You can't put everything all neat and tidy into the reports. Christ, you're just like the old man. She started to get up, snarled at the jerk of the cuff on his two imminent Dr. Griffins. This has nothing to do with my father, Seville said quietly. Everything I suspect to do with yours. Fuck this, Gloria twisted her lips in the vision. And fuck you, the perfect daughter, the perfect student, the perfect goddamn robot. Just pay the fucking bail. I got money put by. You'll get it back. I'll get my kid back without your help. Sister dear, my kid, you want to take the word of a bunch of strangers over your own flesh and blood? You go right ahead. You always hated me anyway. I don't hate you, Gloria. I never have. But she could, she realized, after the ache began in her head and heart. She was afraid she very easily could. I'm not taking anyone's word over yours. I'm just trying to understand. Deliberate Glory turned her face away so Sibylle wouldn't see her smile of satisfaction. She found the right button to push. After all, she decided, I need to get out of here. I need to get cleaned up. She made her clear, certain her voice. I can't talk about this anymore. I'm so tired. I'll go deal with the paperwork. I'm sure it won't take long. As she rose, Gloria grabbed her hand and pressed her. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I said those things to you. I didn't mean them. I'm just upset and confused. I feel so alone. It's all right. So Bill put her hand free and walked to the door. On legs that felt as brittle as glass. Outside, she downed two aspirin, chased them with an anti-acid as she waited for the bail to be processed. Physically, she thought Gloria had changed. The once astonishing pretty girl had hardened, toughened like dry leather. But emotionally, Bill feared. She was exactly the same unhappy, manipulative, and disturbed child that had taken dark joy and disrupted in their home. She would insist that Gloria agreed to therapy, she decided, and the drug abuse was part of the problem. She would see to it that Gloria went into rehab. 
Certainly the woman she'd just spoken with wasn't capable of taking custody of a young boy. She would explore the possibilities of what was best for him until Gloria was back on track. She would need to see a lawyer, of course. First thing in the morning, she would find a lawyer and discuss Gloria's rights and self-welfare. She would have to face the Quins. The thought of that had her stomach clenching again. A confrontation was inevitable, unavoidable. Nothing left here. Nothing left her feeling more miserable and vulnerable than angry words and hateful emotions. But she would be prepared. She would take the time to think through what had to be said, anticipate their questions and demands so she would have the proper responses. She would, above all, remain calm and objective. When she saw Philip walk into the building, her mind went blank. Every ounce of color drained out of her face. She stood frozen when his gaze whipped at hers when he narrowed it on. What are you doing here, Sibylla? I, it wasn't panic that spurred through her, but embarrassment. She, I had business. Really? Except closer when his brother stood back and inspected through silence. He saw it on her face. Guilt and more than a little. What kind of business would that be? But she didn't answer him. What's Gloria delighting to you, Dr. Griffin? She ordered herself to keep her gaze steady. Her voice said, she's my sister. His fury was ice cold and deadly. He balled his hands in the fist pocket into his pockets to keep them from using them in a way that was unfair. That's cozy, isn't it, you bitch? He said softly, but she flushed as he had her stuck. As he struck, use me to get to Seth. She shook her head, but she couldn't voice the denial. It was true, wasn't it? She had used him and used all of them. I only wanted to see him. He's my sister's son. I had to know he was being cared for. Then where the hell have you been for the last ten years? She opened her mouth was swallowed the excuse and explanation as Gloria was let out. Let's get the hell out of here. Buy me a drink, Sib. Gloria hitched the, ch hitched the cherry red shoulder bag over her arm, aimed at individuals. Inviting smile, Philip. We'll talk all you want. Hi there, handsome. She shifted her weight, put a fist on her hip, and let the smile spread to to the other men. How's it going? In her other circumstances, the contrast between the woman might have been laughable. Seville stood pale and quiet, her glossy brown hair brushed smoothly back, her mouth unpainted, her eyes shadowed. She exuded simple elegance in a tailored gray blazer and a slacks and white silk blouse, while Gloria offered sharp bones and overblown curves, poured into black jeans and a snug sweater that plunged between her breasts. Taking the time to repair her makeup and her lips were silky red as her handbag, her eyes darkly aligned. She looked, filled beside it, like precisely what she was, an aging whore looking for an angle. She fished a cigarette out of the crumbled pack in her bag, then wiggled between her Got a light, big guy? Gloria, this is Philip Quinn. The formal introduction echoed. Halloween read, his brothers, Cameron and Ethan. Well, well, well. Gloria smiled was sharpening Ray Quinn's wicked trio. What the hell do you want? Answers, Philip said, let's take this outside. I had nothing to say to you. You might make one move I don't like. I'll start screaming. She jabbed with the unloaded cigarette. There's a house full of cops in here. Let's see how you like spending some time in a cage. Gloria! So Phil put a restraining arm on her. The only way to straighten this out is to discuss it rationally. They don't look like they're one a rationally discussion to me. They want to hurt me. She shifted taxis skillfully, throwing her arms around Sibyl, clinging to her. I'm afraid of them, Sibyl. Please help me. 
I'm trying to, Gloria. No one's going to hurt you. We'll find a place where we can all sit down and talk this through. I'll be right there with you. I'm going to be sick. She yanked back, wrapped her arms around herself, and dashed into the bath. Quite a performance, Philip said. She's upset, said Billy to her hands. The other twisted in her fingers. She's not in any shape to deal with this tonight. He shifted his gaze back to Sibyl and it was right with You want me to believe you bought that? Either you're incredibly gullible or you think I am. She spent most of the afternoon in jail, Sibyl snapped back. Anyone could be would be upset. Can't we discuss all this tomorrow? It's waited this long. Surely it can wait one more day. We're here now, Campbell. We'll deal with it now. Are you going to go in there and bring her out or am I? Is this how you plan to resolve this? By bullying her and me? You don't want to get me started on how I plan to resolve this. Cam began and shook off Ethan's comment. After what she put set through, there's nothing we can do to her that she hasn't earned. Sibyl glanced uncomfortable between behind her at the uniform officer. I don't think any of us want to cause a scene in a police station. Fine, Philip took her. Let's just step outside and cause one. She held her ground, partly out of fear, partly common sense. We'll meet tomorrow at whatever time is convenient for you. I'll bring her to my hotel. You keep her out of St. Chris. Bill winced, but Philip's fingers tightened on her own. All right. Where do you suggest? All right. Where do you suggest? I'll tell you what I suggest. Can't begin with Philip out over here. Princess Anne, you bring her into Anna's office at social services. Nine o'clock. That keeps everything official, doesn't it? Everything above board. Yes. You trickle through. I can agree to that. I'll bring her. You have my word. I won't give you two cents for your words, Bill. Philip pleaded slightly. But if you don't bring her, we'll find her. Meanwhile, if either of you tries to get within a mile of us, you'll both be spending time on herself. Dropped her own step back. We'll be there at night, she said, resting the urge to rub her arm. Then she turned and went to the bathroom to get her sister. Why the hell did you agree to that? She can't demand it as she stalked outside behind you. We got her here and now. We'll get more about her tomorrow. Bullshit. Philip's right. As much as he detested, Ethan accepted the champions. We keep it official surroundings. We keep our heads. It's better for Seth. Why? So his bitch of a mother and his lion auntie have more time to put their heads together? Christ, when I think Sybil was alone with Seth for a good hour today, I want it's done. Philip said, It's fine. We're fine. It's very, with fury bubbling through his blood, he slammed into the and there are five of us. We won't get their hands on set. He didn't recognize her. He didn't out. That's funny, isn't it? Didn't know who Sibyl was. Neither did I. One moment, I shoved the truth in here. But I do now. Sibyl's priority was to get Gloria a hot milk, keep her calm, and question her carefully. The little tiny restaurant was only a few blocks from the police station, and after a hurried glance, Sibyl decided to fill the bill. My nerves are shot to hell. Gloria puffed directly on a cigarette while Sibyl maneuvered into a parking spot. The nerve of those bastards coming after me like that. You know what they had done if I'd been alone, don't you? Sibyl only sighed and stepped out. You need to eat. Yeah, sure. Gloria sniffed at the decor the minute they stepped inside. It was bright and cheerful with colorful Italian pottery. Thick candles, stripped tablecloths, and decorated bottles of herb wine. I'd rather have a steak than wop food. Please, forcing back irritation, she took Gloria's arm and requested a table for smoking section. Gloria had already pulled out another cigarette as they were led to the noisy bar. Gin and a double. 
So just for a while, thank you. Loosen up, Laura suggested when the hostess left me. You look like you could use a drink. I'm driving. I don't want one anyway. She shifted away from the smoke. Gloria moved toward her face. You have to talk seriously. Let me get some lubrication, will ya? Gloria smoked and scanned the men the bar, toying with which one she'd pick up if she didn't have her deadly doll sister along. Christ, said Bill. Was a bore, always had been. She was drumming her fingers on the table and wanting her goddamn drink. But she was useful and always had been. If you played your right, laid on plenty of tears, she came through. She needed a hammer with the Quins and Seville was the perfect choice. Understanding fucking respectable Dr. Griffin. Gloria, you haven't even asked about Seth. What about him? I've seen him several times, spoken with him. I've seen where he lives, where he goes to school. I've met some of his friends. Gloria clicked into the tone of her sister's voice, suggesting, How is he? Did he ask about me? He's fine. Really wonderful, actually. He's grown so much since I saw him. Ate like a horse, Gloria remembered, and was always growing out of his clothes and shoes. Like she was made of fucking money or something. He didn't know who I was. What do you mean? Gloria snatched up her drink the minute it was over. He didn't sell him. No, he didn't. Seville so glanced up at the waitress. We need a few more minutes before ordering. So you're poking around incognito. Gloria let a long horse laugh. He surprised me, Sid. I thought it best that I observed the situation. We're changing the dynamics. <laughs> now that sounds just like you. Man, you don't change. Observe the situation. We're changing the dynamics. He repeated in her imitation of his native voice. Christ. The situation is those sons of bitches have my kid. They threaten me. And God knows what they're doing to him. I want some dough to work on getting him back. I sent you money for the lawyer to build a minor. Gloria clinked ice against her teeth as she drank, and the 5000 had come in handy, she thought now. How the hell could she have known how fast the money she blew out of Ray would slip away? She had expenses, didn't she? She wanted to have some fun for a change. shouldn't have demanded twice as much from him, she decided. Well, she'll get it out of those bastards, he raised. You got the money I wired for your lawyer, didn't you, Gloria? Gloria took another drink. Yeah, well, lawyers suck you dry, don't they? Hey! Called out, signaling to the waitress. Pointed at her. Hit me again, will you? You drink like that, and you don't eat. You're going to be sick again. Like hell, Gloria sneered as she snatched up the menu. She didn't intend to stick her finger down her throat again. Once was more than enough. Hey, they're get. They got steak Florentine. I can handle that. Remember when the old man took us off to Italy, Italy that summer? All those hot-looking dudes on motorbikes. Holy God, I had a hell of a time with that guy. What was his name? Carlo, Leo, or whatever. I snuck him into the bedroom. You were too shy to stay and watch, so you slept in the parlor while we did the deed half the night. Snatched up a fresh glass of it. God bless the Italians. She snatched up a fresh glass of it. God bless the Italians. I had a gleaning with pesto and the insolio misto. Get me the steak. Bloody Gloria held up the menu when we can out the waiters. Skip the rabbit food. Been a while, hasn't it, Sib? Wait, for what, four or five years? Six! It's been just over six since I came home, finding Seth gone along with a number of my personal possessions. Yeah, sorry about that. I was messed up. It's tough raising a kid on your own. Money always tight. He never told me very much about his father. What's to tell? Old news. Shrugged it off and rattled the ice and Alright, then let's do. All right, then let's deal with current events. I need to know everything that happened. I need to understand it in order to help you and to know how to handle our meeting with the Quins tomorrow. The talk. What meeting? 
We're going to the social services tomorrow morning to air out the problems, discuss the situation, and try to reach a solution. The hell I am. The only thing they want is to fuck me over. Keep your voice down, Spillworth, and listen to me. If you want to straighten yourself out, you want your son back, this has to be done calmly and legally. Gloria, you need help, and I'm willing to help you. From what I can see, you're not in any shape to take Seth back right now. Whose side are you on? Hits came out of her mouth before she realized that it was the absolute truth. I'm on his side, and I heard that puts me on yours. We need to solve what happened today. I told you, I was set up. Fine, it still needs to be resolved. The courts are going to be very sympathetic to a woman who's facing charges of possession. Great, why don't you get to on the witness stand tell them how worthless I am? That's what you think anyway. That's what all of you always think. Please stop it. Lowering her voice to a murmur as the bill leaned over the table. I did everything I know how to do. You want to prove to me you want to make this work. You have to cooperate. You have to give something back, Gloria. Nothing's ever been free with you. We're not talking about me. I'll pay your legal fees. I'll talk to social services. I'll work to make the Quins understand your needs and your rights. I want you to agree to rehab. But what? You drink too much. She sneered deliberately. Go down with it. I have a rough day. You have drugs in your possession. I said they were fucking. They weren't fucking mine. You said that before. Says Bill Sackle. Now you get counseling. You go. You get counseling, you get therapy, you get rehab, I'll arrange it, I'll foot the bill, I'll help you find a job, a place to stay. As long as it's your way, you're talking back to me. Therapy, you the old man, use that to solve everything. Those are the conditions. So you're running the show. Jesus, order me another drink. I've got a piss. She swung a purse over her shoulder and strode past the bar. Mrs. Bill sat back and closed her eyes. She wasn't going to order Gloria another drink. Not when her sister's words were already beginning to slut, slur. That would be another bitter little bait, she imagined. The ash when she'd taken her fallen miserably. Pain was drumming at both temples in a sickened, constant rhythm. Across her forehead was a squeezing band of iron. She wanted nothing quite so much as to stretch out on a sofa in a dark room and sink into oblivion. He despised her now. He ached with regret and shame to remember the contention seen in Philip's eyes. Maybe she deserved it. At the moment, she simply couldn't think clearly enough to be sure. She was sorry for it. More than that, she was furious with herself for letting him and his opinion of her come to matter so much in short a time. She'd known it for only a matter of days and had never, never intended to allow his, her, his emotion or hers to become entangled, casual physical attraction, a few mutual enjoyable hours in each other's company. That was always supposed to be how had it become more, but she knew when he held her, when he sent her blood swimming with those long, intimate kisses, she wanted more. Now, she, who had never considered herself practically sexy or overwhelmingly emotional, was a frustrated, pitiful wreck because one man, jiggled a lock, he was no longer interested in an opening. There was nothing to be done about it, she reminded herself. Certainly, considering the circumstances, she and Philip Quinn have never been met to develop a personal relationship of any kind. They managed to have one now it would be because of the child. They would both be adult, coldly polite, and in the end, she hoped, reasonable, for Seth's sake. She opened her eyes as the waitress served her salad and hated the pity she saw on the stranger's face. Can I get you anything else? More water? No, I'm fine, thank you. You can take that, she indicated Gloria's empty glass. Her stomach rilled, rebelled at the thought of food, but she ordered herself to pick up a fork. For five minutes, she toyed with the salad. Poking at it while her gaze drifted regularly toward the rear of the restaurant. 
supposed to be ill again. So Bill thought really. Now she would have to go back, pull Gloria's hair, listen to her whining, the mope of the mess. One more pattern. Battling both resentment and the shame that trickled from it, Rose walked back to the lake house. Gloria, are you alright? There was no one at the sinks and no answer. From any of the stalls. Resigned, Seville began to nudge Georgia. Gloria? In the last stall, she saw her own walk lying open on the closed lid of the toilet. Stunned, she snatched it up, flipped through it. Her various identifications were there in her credit cards, but all her cash was gone, along with her sister. End of chapter 9.